everyone. Welcome to PS We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton Smith calling in from LA. And I'm Emily McManus calling in from Nashville. Today's episode is such a special one. Peyton brought it to us after a really useful session in therapy and um, it helped me dissect myself and my inner feelings and and demons a little bit further. And I, it, it was just, it was so helpful, Peyton. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yes. It was a bunch of different words that I pulled up and shared with Emily and we'll share with you all on our site, pswehavenoplan.com. Um, and we organized them into what we are, what we're not and what we want to be. And we talked about it all. And we talked about how the words meant something different to each of us. And it was just like a great way to get to know us on a deeper level. And, um, hopefully it'll, you know, help inspire you to do the same. I waited like three seconds to look at you if you were going to start or if I was going to start. <laughs> we're back and ready for action and we don't know what we're doing, but here we are. Season two, baby. Season two and our second podcast that we're recording in one week. So we're like getting ahead of it. <laughs> this has been the most productive January of my life. Like the the last 12 days, you and I have balls to the wall. Yeah. We've started building an empire, everyone. For those of you who don't know, we, now you we do. Abso- now, oh, absolutely. Now you do. Now you do. And you get a sneak peek of it inside our uh, website, our social media, and of course, listening to our little angel faces here. <laughs> oh my God. Also, Ginny and Georgia just dropped season two. I don't know if you've seen season one of Ginny and Georgia. I don't know if it's a, it's your like, type of show, but it's kind of like a mis- murder mystery, but it's a young adult it's oh. cute. Um, but the mom calls the daughter peach. And every time I hear her and she's this like Southern charm, gorgeous woman, who's just like, hi peach. And I'm like, who is she calling peach? I love <laughs> I'm that. Peach. <laughs> I'm the peach. I'm the peach. I don't know where that came from. To be honest with you, I don't know if my sister said it first or I love but it. But I, I do remember my roommate Lacey and I adopted a cat and we named her Olinda Peach. And then oh. ever since. <laughs> and Olinda Peach didn't stay with us, but she went to my one of my other best friends, Nikki. So Olinda Peach became Billy and she has a wonderful life. Oh my but, gosh, oh, Billy. That's quite the it difference. Was, it was quite a name change. It was quite a name change. But I still have Olinda Peach in reserve in the back of my mind. Oh, I love, love, love that. So I'm great. I mean, I'm doing really well. I feel I feel very lucky for some reason and and excited and fortunate. Um good vibes only, I would say, for the start of this new year and especially working for like I'm just so grateful I work from home because we're able to do this whole new project and you know, instead of getting all in my head about work and why is it slow and I'm not getting the projects I want to get. And I'm, you know, I would usually be very heady about that stuff. Instead, I've been pouring my energy into this passion project, which is way more up my alley anyways, you know? Yes. Yes. I love that. I I absolutely agree with you. Like working from home is definitely conducive to me. I know a lot of people, like it's hard for them to differentiate being home and working and they're just distracted, but I find it the opposite. Like I feel like I get so much done. And then I think we're like too, we're multitaskers. Mm-hmm. And so I can do my work, do PS, mm-hmm. walk the puppy in the middle of that and do all these things. And it's for me, I just feel so good and accomplished at the end of the day. Yep. A hundred percent. And do a little of a lot. I think we we both yeah. like to do a little of a lot and mm-hmm. not just one 
one core thing, but I want to give a quick update for people who might not know the website and our new branding. Should you, well, why don't you cue it up? It is, you know, we, we kind of went back and forth because throughout this whole journey, we we're trying to figure out who we were. And I think if you listen back to one of the first few episodes, we, in season one, we said, well, what if we don't know who we are yet? And that has stuck with us. Um, and gave us some challenges when we were trying to figure out what we wanted to put out there as our brand and the face of everything. And eventually we landed on, you know, we're messy and you hear about the mess here on the podcast, but our website and our brand is chic. It's chic as fuck. It's moody. And our you came up with this and it's one of the greatest things. Our um, kind of our slogan is elevate the everyday. Oh. Yes. I love it so, so much. And like you said, I think we were so hell bent on understanding ourselves and being authentic and who are we and who, who are we, who are we and, um, trying to explore who we, you know, just be very authentic and honest with who we are today instead of dreaming about this bigger version of ourselves, where we want to go, what we want to look like in the future, what our ideal self looks like. And that became this brand because I think beforehand our brand was just sort of a mess in a lot of ways, Um, which was great because that's where we were in that point in time. But we're entering into our dreamer era. We were in our Herman era before. Now we are dreamer girls. That is right. (laughs) That is so right. I am. And and you know what? It's funny because everything is falling on my desk right now. My light, my books. I'm sorry, everybody. And if I break this light, Jeff is going to kill me. So I might just be holding it for the rest of our episode. And it, that is fine. And one, <laughs> and that shows you the mess because w- there is so much mess. And to be honest with you, that's probably mostly who I am. But why not be able to show the chic side? Why not be able to show the artistic, quirky, funky, edgy mm-hmm. Face of another another part of who we are because mm-hmm. you're not no person is just one lane. No, definitely not. And we want to keep evolving and growing. So that's what this brand represents is our kind of ideal self and where we want to be one day. And we want to help others get there too, like through their own unique path and journey and self discovery. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a, a huge thing. It's not just sharing our own journey of understanding ourselves and building something great. It's also providing the inspiration, tools, resources, whatever else we can. Um, to help other people do that too. Cause I I do think we're learning so, so much through this process and it could be valuable for, for people. I think so. I mean, the amount that I've learned so far and that you've taught me, we, we were just saying we're so yin and yang (laughs) what we were working on before this. It's such our personalities. And there are moments that I'm like, oh my gosh, Peyton is pulling so much of the weight right now because you are analytic and you are so detail oriented and list. And it's really, I think right now, as we're starting, it's very necessary. So our brand is congruent and we, Mm -hmm. we show who we are, but I do think there's value in both of us and what we bring to the table. Of course you need yin and yang. You need the structure and you need the freedom. And that's, and like you said, we're not all one thing or the other. Sometimes we're messy and sometimes you're more structured. Sometimes you're more on top of the shit than I am and it's vice versa, but that's what makes building something with a partner so valuable. So, um, anyways, we, speaking of learning about ourselves and our partnership, we thought it would be fun for this episode to, um, do a bit of a deep dive, bit of a therapy session because we love getting vulnerable. 
on this pod. I've probably <laughs> cried already on two to three podcasts. So we'll we'll see if I this is the next. I yeah, really do yeah. love how the Swan Brothers said that though. In our first episode, go listen to it. Um, the Swan Brothers said, like, I feel like I just had a therapy session. I'm like, that's exactly what I hope all guests get out of our experience of being on our pod, of just feeling like they were able to be vulnerable and talk about themselves. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's honestly been the such a wonder wonderfully unexpected thing for me too throughout this. Just talking. Just mm-hmm. talking is like so therapeutic. And I I'm glad that we're doing this episode and and basing it off of what you worked on yesterday in your therapy session, correct? Yes. Yes. So I have a new therapist. She's a drama therapist. So a lot of what she does is do activities with me. Sometimes she'll be like, what color do you feel like? And describe this. Uh, Yesterday, I was like, I feel really hectic in my head. Like my words aren't making sense. And she's like, what describe an image to me of what that represents. Um, So she does those types of things with me instead of just being like, sit down and tell me how you feel. Like she really pulls it out of me through creative realms. And she was an actress herself back in the day. And so, yeah, so she's really performative. And one of the things that I struggled with is my identity of like who I am at my core, my purpose, whatever, basically what we're doing with this brand and podcast and everything else. So she had me do this fun activity that I shared with Emily and we're going to share with you all, um, which is to list out, she showed me a bunch of cards, um, which have a word on them. That's like a role or identity or a thing. And then you have to group it into what you are, what you aren't and what you want to be. And it's interesting because you're going to define them differently based on, you know, your own experiences, your own brain. Um, and it's cool to see where you are, where you want to be, what you're, what you're not. And like, kind of, yeah, see the whole map of it all. Cause you all, you are all of these things everyone is every one of these things, right? It's just yeah. the different intensity at which you feel them in the present moment, right? Absolutely. And I had some trouble with some of them. Like, And I'm sure this is not allowed, but a couple of them I put in like two categories or all three categories, but I will abide by the rules too moving forward. So okay. I'm, I'm very interested in this. This is super, super cool. And it made me think, yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad. And I might push you to do it. Pick pick a column for okay. those ones that are in between. Cause I think that's that's kind of the fun of it too. Um, so why don't we start with what we are? I'd love to hear some of the words that came to you. Do you want me to go down the list? Yeah. How we do it? Okay. I chose helper, critic, friend, survivor, love, adult, sinner, dreamer confused person, rebel, child, lost, and outcast. Wow. Wow. So that's interesting. A lot of my words were all over the place for those. Um, So describe, so tell me a little bit about the ones that stuck out to you most. You know, I feel like I had so many under there because of two reasons, Mm. the confused person and the outcast. Mm. I've always, I've never had one group that I was in or felt like I was connected to just one identity or a group of friends in, in school. I always bounced around. And so I have these facets of myself that are, they can be polar opposite. And I, I think that that's okay. And I like that about myself because it's almost chameleon like, but throughout that, I'm also recognizing that as a confused person, I'm still finding who I am. And now that I look at it, I have adult in all three sections and I'm actually going to take that out. I might have 
responsibilities as an adult and everything. But for me personally, internally, I feel like I have a childlike wonder of the world and disposition and just need to please. Mm, Okay. So talk to me more about the difference between that. What does adult mean to you? How do you define adulthood versus a child? You know, I think in my, in my brain, I see adult as rigid, following the rules, growing up, um, getting married, having kids, doing all these monumental steps in life. And I think the one that scares me the most is growing up and, you know, following the rules. That's how I see adult in my mind. I can definitely see it the other way, but I'm definitely skewed more towards the following the rules lane. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is one of the most scary sentences in the world to me. And I get so nervous and, um, it's the anti of everything that I want to be. So are you putting it in what I'm not? Are you putting adult in what I am not? Yeah. I love that. Oh, thank you. What What about like, what were your knots? Um, so it is funny because I'm similar to you where I had a whole bunch of what I am because I feel like I'm a lot of different things right now trying to figure myself out. I, I could see my, I, I don't know. So my knots are... It's funny I said that because I my number one not as a confused person, but I just said how, but I don't feel confused on who I am. How I define confused person is someone who is wishwashy or going back and forth between two different things all the time, indecisive, can't take action. Mm-hmm. Is it feels hazy, and I'm very clear on what I'm doing. I think I just am a bit chaotic in how I approach it because I'll change my opinion often. So I'm not a confused person. I would say based on how I define it. I'm not a rebel and I'm not a victim. So I think those are the three that came out to me as things I I'm not at the present moment, at least. Um, and rebel to me was speaks to someone that's like fiercely different and speaks their mind and goes out there and fights the good fight. And in a lot of ways, I almost put it in what I want to be. Mm -hmm. Um, but there were other words that resonated more with me with the I want to be, which I can quickly share. The what I want to be, child, lost, villain, beauty, oh. outcast. Oh my gosh, I love that. I know. So my what I want to be is are a lot of the words that you were sharing that you are, which is kind of fun that you offer this sort of perspective for me. And um, I wonder if like some of the ways you show up in this world inspire me in the ways that I want to grow into, which is awesome. I mean, I think we do that for each other, you know, and I, and I found that some of these were, I love how you explained some of the words in your interpretation right. and in my interpretation was something different, which is so normal. Like, yep. it, like a person, a word does not have to be one size fit all. For, for example, I put beast in what I'm not. And I struggled mm. with that one because I, at first in my mind, I'm like, beast, you just go for it. You get it done. You put your nose down and you grind it out. But then the more I thought about it, a beast can also be just an intensely uncomfortable, abrasive, mm-hmm. you know, ferocious, dangerous creature, human. And I don't think I am that. So mm-hmm. I put that in what I'm not. But it's it was just how different one word. Totally. Can be in- yeah. Yeah. How you can, how you can, um, what you, what it means to you in that moment. So what mm-hmm. else are you not? Mm-hmm. Did you say, and what are you, what do you want to be? 
I am not a beast, innocent, an angry person, adult, victim, or villain. Ooh, okay, okay. And what what do you want to be? I want to be a witness, a wise person, survivor, hero, and beauty. And it's witness kind of threw me for a loop. I wasn't really sure how to face that one. Yeah. What what was your interpretation of that? That's a really good one. I actually talked about that in my session yesterday with my therapist. She thinks that I need to be more of a witness in my life. So witness to me was like hyper observant of life. Like mm-hmm. I witnessed almost like a, wa- a wallflower, which I saw myself as for a lot of my younger life. Like I was very much taking in what people said and I'd watch the motions of others and be like, they're angry or they're happy or they're sad. Or I'd make assumptions based on what I would witness. As a writer, I would listen to people and try to tell stories based on, you know, heard or seen experiences. So witness to me was like, you are observant of life, which I feel I am. Um, Absolutely you are. And I feel like my therapist was like, you need to be more of that for yourself. Um, So interesting, interesting word. It's so interesting. And I feel like it it's so perfectly displayed in your vlogs and everything that you put out because you do, you, you recognize the flower in the street or the sunshine, the birds chirping. You saw the, like the photo shoot going on or every little thing that happens throughout your day. I think that's only able to be seen because, uh, because you're a witness and you take the time, you know, I Mm -hmm. think that's, you open your eyes and take the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, okay. Well, the next part of this exercise is to circle one word. Actually, first, I want to hear what are the words that you were in between? Let's see. The words I was in between for were adult, survivor, um, and I think that's it. Okay. Okay. So we talked about adult. Tell me about survivor. Like what how do you how you define that when you saw that word? I I struggle with that one as well because I feel like it it for me it goes into like the victim category. And yes, I've had some things happen in life that have been really really difficult and you know, just just really trying and really really terrible, but I've come out on the other side and have made it and I feel like I've always had hope throughout those things. So currently if if that's a survivor then yes, like I have continue to try and push through the best of my abilities. And I put that in want to be as well, because I think that there are other trials in life that come up. And even with perhaps this brand, like trying to build something that honestly will break us down at times because we'll get the no's and the rejections and it'll be really hard, but I hope to survive that and flourish with you. A hundred thousand percent. I'm smiling ear to ear for people who can't see because half the session when I did this exercise was spent on that word. Oh, really? Um, Yes. Cause I also very much struggled with it. And I think it's to me when I, I immediately same as you, I was like, well, there are people who are, 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 you know, labeled survivor for a reason. Let me like, Right. right. And I acknowledge that. And I know my privilege and whatever else. Um, and my therapist kept pushing back and kept being like, you seem like a survivor, like bringing back different instances in life, but also being like your mindset feels like I can not, I can't. And life seems to happen for you and not to you just based Mm -hmm. on like what you share. And when she kept pushing back around mindset stuff, I was like, yeah, I, 
I can see that. I can see that and I can try and shift it because neither of us have a victim mindset where we're poor me. This is hard. Like feeling like life's just hitting us and we're just right. 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 It's happening to us, not, not for us. And we, we have this mindset that's like, we can, what if it all works out? What if it's beautiful? What if, you know, the next moment is the best moment ever. What if we get the phone call that changes our lives? And so to me, that's a, it's a survivor mindset because everyone goes through life and hit gets hit by different things. And it's, it's, I, I don't know. I think that, I think as I thought through the word more, I could see how both of us maybe embody more of that survivor mindset than at least than a victim one. Most definitely. And I, it brings up, and I think we actually touched about this again on another episode that just because somebody maybe experienced something that was more tragic or Mm -hmm. hard than you, that doesn't minimize maybe what you went through. Mm -hmm. They're not the same. They're not comparable, but just that doesn't mean what you went through wasn't difficult for you. And, and if you got through it, then you survived it. It's, it's important. I think to recognize that. And it's something that I definitely struggle with because I, I have such a hard time because I'm so aware. I, and I don't say this to be like boast at all, but I'm so aware what's going on in the world and how lucky we have it Mm -hmm. that I feel guilt Mm -hmm. for ever saying that. That's just how I feel. Totally. No, I get that completely. Um, I realized we didn't actually list all of the words out for everyone, which we'll, we'll share on our website. P.S. We have no plan.com, um, under journal prompt section, but the words are helper, witness, critic, beast, friend, wise person, survivor, hero, innocent, lover, angry person, adult, sinner, dreamer, confused person, rebel, victim, child, lost, villain, beauty, outcast. So the next part of the exercise is to circle the main word in each of your columns. So what is the one word? And it could be two, because I I know you said there's kind of two that you ping pong against for what you are, but what are, what are the one or two words that stick out to you? In the what I am column or in all Mm -hmm. of them? Let's start with what I am. I would say helper and dreamer. Mm. I I love that for you. (laughs) I think my helper is like um, a curse and a blessing. And that's just, that's what co- popped into my mind. I don't mean it in that sense, but I I always want to help. Like if I see somebody that needs it, I will put their time ahead of mine. If like a walk would be good for them, I'll reschedule something of mine or or not do it because that's good for them. Or if somebody needs help in their house or whatever, like it doesn't matter what it is. Like I have just this ingrained nature to help. Yep. Yep. If so, if I could pick one word for you or two, yeah. I'll pick two words for you. Helper was my one for you, my number one for you. And then two was beauty. Cause I feel like you emulate this just happy, beautiful light. Like you just are very easy to be around and lovely to talk to. And on a daily basis, when we text and and call, I'm always just smiling ear to ear being like, "Ah, Emily, like, it's just, you're just this beautiful person. So I think beauty and helper stand out to me, but I'm curious to hear what, what you thought of when you thought dreamer. 
Um, I've always had my head in the clouds ever yeah. since I was little. Like there was never, there was never a chance for something to be a no. Doesn't matter. Like even if the chances are one percent, why can't I be the one percent? Because somebody has to, right? Totally. Somebody has to. And I, you know, when I was writing a lot of songs, there were so many lines about fairy tales and yellow brick roads and. It, it's just always been a constant thread in my life. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, there's a lot about myself that I don't like and that I'm, and I battle with, but my ability to be naturally and stay a dreamer is number one. Oh, I love that. That is so great. Um, okay. For you. Oh my gosh. Please tell me what is the, what is the word that stuck out for you? So two, um, actually the same thing. And I said, friend and survivor. Oh, yes. Because, and I'll, you know what? I'm going to go through both of them. I'm going to just go through both of them. Um, friend, number one, we never have met in person. And it's like, it's so wild. But wild. Like, it's, but through Zoom and everything now, it feels like we have. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter because we get to see each other and we see our facial express expressions, mannerisms, and how we respond to each other. And you have just become like one of my best friends this totally, year. Totally, totally agree. And it's so wild and I love it. And, you know, I've always searched for people that want to do it, not necessarily want to do what I want to do, but share the excitement for something. Mm -hmm. And and that was something that we initially bonded on. Is like, you know, normally I'm more excited than somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Right. And like, totally. they, they kind of trickle off and our excitement matched. Mm -hmm. And it was just like such a gift, such a gift. And that we're, we're doing this together. Like this friendship means so much. It really, really does. I completely agree. And just one addition, I feel like it's such a great friendship for you and I, because we're both kind of independent and like to have our own lives and like our space and like being alone, but we get to interact and, and build and, you know, do something exciting still, but from our homes, from the comfort <laughs> of our own home, I'm in my robe. <laughs> it's like perfect, right? It's a perfect friendship. I never would have dreamed when I was little, like this would happen when, you know, yeah. when our late twenties, early thirties that I'd meet this friend that, you know, it's like, like work from home, friendship from home. Like we're really, yeah. really killing it right now. Absolutely. But I just, oh. that, that is you to a T to me. And the next one, Survivor, you know, I, we've talked so much on these episodes of just life and what we've gone through. And I, you know, some of your experiences have been really, really tough and sad and, you know, things that some people hopefully can, would never experience. And we all hope we don't. And I just see your shine and love and determination and just like go get her attitude and hard worker, all of those things inside of you still. And you don't get that without being a survivor. Oh, I'm going to take both those. Thank you so much. That's very take sweet. Them. Put them in your pocket. Take them. <laughs> um, I love, love, love that. My two words that I did fine for myself for dreamer, same as you, um, and critic, which is kind of funny. Cause mm -hmm. I have that yin yang going on in my head at all times. And like, there's always an inner critic. Everything mm -hmm. I do isn't good enough. And those are, you know, they just oscillate back and forth. So yeah, they're, they're both in the driver's seat of my bus. All these, all that. these words are in the bus. Right. And like, they're, 
they're fighting. It's like two twins fighting, driving this big bus with all these words. Um, Okay. So what about what you are not? What is the word that stuck out to you? Angry person. Mm. Yeah. Angry person. Like, like we touched on earlier, I try and see the good. I try and yep. see the sunshine. I try and turn it around. That doesn't mean I'm not a moody bitch at times. Like <laughs> I definitely am. <laughs> like, and you know what? I'm trying to own that, but I'm also trying to recognize when those moments happen and be better about them. Um, but I, I don't feel like I have anger inside of me. You don't seem it. You remind me of like a Disney princess. That's why I said you're a beauty because you're just uh-huh. like, <laughs> but not like a, a toxic positivity way in like a way that's just uplifting and it's you're a glass half full gal. We're half full, everybody. Yeah. Sorry. Even if it's a drop. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. My, my, my word was victim. I think that just that mindset of yeah, well, actually, we're. I'm writing a new blog post for PS. We have no plan coming out soon. That's titled "Life is Happening for Me, Not to Me," and it's all around how my angsty teenage self was like, "This life that's happening to me sucks," and I would have like this rain cloud over my head, and like the people I looked up to were distressed artists, and I studied this horrific, traumatic stuff in school, and like my you know, everything I was doing was around this angst in life. And, and like the people I found most interesting in my lives were people who were burned and, and angry and had this dark streak to them only learned by this deep rooted trauma. Like those were the things that I sought out. And, and it was a narrative I told myself over and over and over again, like poor me, poor me, anything that good was happening. It would be like, well, around the corner is something bad. Like that was always my mentality, always. Like I can't even, it was, I was a little storm cloud. Luke jokingly will call me like my little storm cloud. Um, and I'm, and I don't feel that way right now. I, and it's a really beautiful feeling to shift into this mindset of like, life's happening for me. <laughs> like, yes, it is. Right. Like those experiences were building blocks and like mm-hmm. that painful past or that, death or sadness or thing that happened to me was so I could help someone else or was so I could learn that lesson or so I could check myself or humble myself or stay grounded in a world that is like so hectic. I don't know. It feels truly different in my head, how I see life. I think that's awesome. And you know what? I think both of those, you're the same person. You're feeling deeply just on totally different spectrums. Totally. Totally. Just, you just, you are, you feel, you are in your emotions, you know, and when you're there, you want to go in deep. Yep. Yep. And then, um, I want to hear our last column, but one last thing that I mentioned, and I started crying in my therapy session yesterday, everyone, um, because we talked about euphoria, which is one of my favorite TV shows and productions ever. Um, Zendaya just won again at the golden globes for it. And she's just the best ever. And she's also a Virgo and she's just also six feet and like is amazing. Um, she, the character Lexi in it. Have you seen Euphoria? I haven't. Um, my friends tell me that it wouldn't be for me. No, it's dark and moody. <laughs> it's really intense. It's very like hypersexual, lots of drugs. But the music and the cinematography of it is amazing. Like the DOP on Euphoria. And it's amazing because Sam Levinson, the 
executive producer. It's about his life and how he overcame his own addiction. Yes. So he's an addict. He's now sober. He met the love of his life. He's able to channel his life through art. And Mm -hmm. Rue, the main character Zendaya plays, is supposed to be him. Sorry, quick editor's note. I'm fact-checking myself. Complex recently released an article in February of 2022 that shared, quote, before Euphoria premiered in 2019, the show's creator Sam Levinson shared that he based the show on his personal journey and struggles with drug addiction. Levinson's show has attempted to reveal the humanity in someone fighting to recover from drug abuse. So he based it off of it, but Euphoria is a show that is completely fictional. Okay, back to the pod. Lexi, I have always resonated with. And I started crying yesterday telling my therapist because I'm like, she is able to be that wallflower, observe life, and then produce this whole play about her life. And everyone's like, I didn't even know Lexi noticed that. And I can't believe Lexi saw that. And I just definitely felt that way where people like sort of not pawn me off, but just never saw me as the star, I guess. And I never saw myself that way. And now Lexi had this moment at the end where she produced her first play and showed it to the world. And it was like this beautiful moment. And I started crying because I'm like, that's all I want. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm like, what, what is, what, where did you correlate with that? With, with that, with Lexi? Yes. Well, Um, what was the word that you want to be that kind of like driven to that? Oh, outcast. Which is sort of interesting because I'm like... and and outcast as I define it is someone who doesn't give a fuck about what other people think and isn't scared to produce art that might make people uncomfortable or isn't scared to share their vulnerable side or tell raw stories, which right now telling my story or the things I went through scares me. And I want to yeah. be at a place where I'm an outcast and I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> fuck no. Fuck no. I. It's so funny because my feeling is mm-hmm. the exact same feeling from what you're saying. <sighs> a little bit looked over, yeah. pushed to the side a little bit, and just want to have my day in the sun. Mm-hmm. But for me, the word was beauty because <sighs> I just never feel beautiful. I never feel like it's enough. I feel like there's always somebody else that's going to outshine. And I just, I want to be that. I want that. Love. I love that. Isn't that funny? That's one of the words I saw yeah. for you. Um I totally love that. I love that our feelings are the same, but our words are different representations because because it's all perceptions, right? Like we, that's how we felt growing up is other people's, mm-hmm. we don't know what other people were thinking. We don't know if they're pawning us off or what they actually thought of us, but how we saw ourselves through their eyes, like not the stars, not the center of attention. And it's funny because I've always been very glam. I've, I always overdress for every occasion. I love oh, makeup. Yeah. I'm such a girly girl. So beauty for me is like, I've always been the glam bot and I've loved that, but I still haven't felt like the star. So it's like when you have all the puzzle pieces and you're there and you don't feel that way, you're like, what the hell's wrong with me? I have, yes. right? So it's yes. like, maybe it's the fact that I'm trying to be so perfect. So that's why my word is outcast. <laughs> I think that totally rocks. Right. Totally rocks. Yes. And you know what? I feel like I'm finally getting to a spot where like, I'm not embarrassed or nervous to say, I want to be the star. In the past, yeah. I'd be like, I mean, what? who do I think I am? Like, why do I think I would be that? Like, this is just crazy. And now I think, why the fuck not? Why I the want fuck to not? be Right? Yeah. And we will. We, like, that's what we want. Okay, so we're going to go after it. 
I completely agree. And everyone can. That's the thing. There's enough mm-hmm. room on the stage for people to have their own shining moment at different times and at different and in different ways. And I agree. I was watching the Golden Globes and Ryan Murphy got um, awarded with like a Lifetime Achievement Award. Did you see that? I didn't. I didn't watch. Um, I just saw snippets of the fashion. Okay. Well, but I wanna... except I did watch Jennifer Coolidge's speech and I just love 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 her and she wants okay, to be a dolphin yes. in her next film and i just love it talk about outcast like she doesn't give a she's literally like i don't care i'm like i don't care i'm gonna come up here and do my thing say whatever the hell's on my mind like that's so amazing i love her that'll be us <laughs> yes and that's what when i saw the ryan murphy he's been a director i wrote a paper on him in college like i've obs- i've been obsessed with him he produced glee american horror story scream queens okay. snip tuck a whole variety of like really, really amazing iconic shows. Um, I think his first globe was Nip Tuck, and then he just won this big lifetime achievement award. Um, he also produced Dahmer, that show, and Evan oh, Peters yeah. actually. Yeah, he won as well, Evan. Um, but it it made me cry watching it because I was like, that is he is doing so much of what you and I wanna wanna do or are doing. We're championing stories that matter mm-hmm. and uplifting right these themes of life that are impactful and inspiring and and living in this good zone and i don't know i think it's it's really cool and like you said i think it's cool to see yourself in a beautiful light why do you want to see yourself as you know I can't do that. That's for someone else. Right. That's someone else's journey. Why would you say that to yourself? You can do whatever you want. 100%. And that doesn't mean that you those feelings won't like be there still or creep in. Like, I mean, I'm I'm working on that. I'm working on my anxiety or worries all the time. But, But it doesn't have to be your focus. Your focus can be on the good and just know that the other stuff will still trickle in. But if you keep your eye on what you really want, then you can get there. 100%. That's why our slogan is elevate the everyday. It's like focus on the progress, focus on the everyday moment, mm-hmm, the 80% mm-hmm. of your life. Cause then those 20% moments will come Yeah, and you'll be ready and you'll be so much more grateful because you enjoyed the process of it all. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Oh my gosh. Well, what do you think of this exercise? Was it not kind of fun to do? It was so fun to do. I feel like I want to, I'm going to have dinner with my girlfriends in a little bit and I want to bring it up to them because I feel like no matter where you're at in life or whether you're a therapy person or not, doesn't matter. This is so neat. It's so helpful. And it actually makes you think about maybe the way you think and yourself inside. And I don't know about everybody else, but I don't really take the time to dissect myself in different descriptions. I think it's interesting. Um, I don't think a lot of people slow down and do that. And I don't think, and then they're like, what do I do next? And I don't, I'm lost and I'm confused and I don't know what to do. It's like, we'll mm-hmm. take the time to learn where you are, where you're not and where you want to be. And maybe that can help you find your path, right? Like that's you and I just listed out a path. We listed out a goal. We listed out something that's going to kind of pull us down a bit. Like we know our demon and then we know where we're at. Like mm-hmm. that's that's helpful. <laughs> that's very helpful. And we right? did that all in about 34 minutes, everybody. <laughs> yeah.
think that people can take away from this episode with this as well and and perhaps just do it on for themselves. And that's one of the things that we really want. P.S. We have no plan to do is not only be here for people to listen to us, but have something that they can take away that'll benefit their lives. A hundred percent. And we'll set the stage. We'll help you out. We'll give you the tools, resources. We'll share our own things and how mm-hmm. we go about it. Right. Cause I think people who just show stuff and don't lead with a, by example, I don't know how, if I jive with them. Like I, I want to, that ain't us. That ain't us. We yeah. lead by example and we, you know, walk we'll the walk. Sh- exactly. We'll show you the mess in between. Yep. Exactly. So, um, everyone, this is PS. We have no plan. We post a podcast episode every Thursday. We have a site that has a bunch of greatness on it. We have a blog that we post once a week on. We have an inspiration section with a bunch of different fun movies and playlists and books you can read. And we have a no plan section, which M, it, th- that was your baby. Can you tell everyone it's our about collage. that? Oh, and it's it's our collage. It's everything about us that we love from posters to manatees to lily pads, beetle bugs. I mean, you name it. It is just a collage of our brains. And our plan is to just keep adding, adding, adding as we go. And if you have things from that that you want to take away that are, you know, for you as well, do it. Or if you want us to add something to it that you really love, tell us, like, we'll put that shit up there. Yeah. And we want to make it clickable and very interactive. So if there's also an image that reminds you of a movie or reminds you of an article you want you read recently, tell us because then we can link out to it um, and yeah. give you credit, of course. So I think that's that's really exciting. But um, so much more coming soon. Follow us across all social medias on PS. We have no plan. We love you guys. Woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too, and they said, This is a dinosaur.